3: podcast where we give you all the role-playing hooks that you'll ever need in your entire life. I am your host, Zincy Weber, here with a regular host, Dom Guilfoyle, a regular host, Charlie Grimley, and special guest host, B. How are you all feeling? Oof. Mm, Okay. (laughs) We've had a long day. It's been a a, mm. a lot of puns, a lot of jokes that have kind of been very exhausting, if entertaining at the time.
1: Learn what bara is. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I mean, it We're, was about time. Yeah, we've honestly. all been,
1: yeah. Also, just getting like, like, a pillar behind the curtain, how many of these we record in one session, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was just last episode. They'll get it. Okay, yeah. what we do here, if you're joining us for the first time, is we create role-playing game hooks, and we do that by taking inspiration from a Magic the Gathering card and a random word, and then presenting it to you in the form of a magic trick. We start out with a pledge, which is the basic seed of the idea, and then we go around the table and we turn it into something a little bit more fleshed out, something you might want to actually put in your game. And then finally, in The Prestige, we talk about how it might become part of your game and how characters might interact with it. Now,
1: we are all
3: old friends. We do not need to get to know each other any further. We should get directly I into...
1: T- t- I don't know. B, Tully, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I,
0: I mean, I, I feel like the, the, the cast of this show has just changed so... Yeah.
3: I know and so I,
1: much about you, Tully, that <laughs> I am not much. comfortable knowing. I... Always wondered about the the people at this table, there's something I've been wondering for, for years of my life, and that is what is a fictional item of food that you really want to eat? In
3: Cast Your Mind Back with me. There's probably even you'll know of it, you might not have watched it. Hercules and Cena. Yeah, like the, yeah, the New Zealand action. ones. Yeah, yeah, Lucy yeah. Lawless and, yeah. Lucy Lawless, that's right. There was a food there. Called ambrosia, which if yeah. you ate it, you became a god. I don't want to become a god, but I always wanted to know what it tasted like because they sure. never described it. It was just kind of this glowing orangey, mm. beautiful looking the jelly food. Of the gods. Yeah. Uh yeah. And so I was like, I want to know what that is. I want to know what that tastes like. And I want to know what the writers thought it would be when they put it in there the end.
2: On a, on that note, actually, I also my mind also went to Ambrosia, but my mind went uh, for a bit of a throwback back to the Percy Jackson book series. Um,
3: Speaking of, I'm too old for that. Okay, well, <laughs> uh,
2: the Percy Jackson book series uh, by Rick uh, Riordan, I think.
1: Rhiordan, Re- yeah,
2: um, the yeah b- Greek mythology mythology based. Uh, the writer went the route of um, ambrosia and nectar, like tasting like your favorite food or drink. Oh um, no,
3: no, I have to make a choice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so uh, I think that's sort of also where my mind went. Um, I mean, I don't know what my favorite food would be either, so be very yeah, that's how you find out. See, yeah, yeah what that yeah. would
1: give me. It's like <laughs> that thing where you're kind of interested in meeting the monster that takes the form of your greatest fear, because it's like. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what I my wonder greatest fear is. I mean, I, I actually, that, that's how you find out. And how would
3: failure represent itself in physical
1: form? Um, just, my just a picture of me. Just a picture. <laughs> just a picture of you as you are. But there's a calendar on the wall with the, the, the ten years from now, and it's like <laughs> it's exactly the same. In, no. <laughs> Tully, um, so this is it's. Pangalactic Goggle Blaster. Uh, I, as, uh, it's I mean just, it's. We know what it tastes like, though. Like, it has. It, t- t- it tastes like a being smashed in the head with a brick wrapped in lemon. I believe. Yeah, it, one, it,
0: actually, it has. Yeah. It has the effect of having your brain smashed out by a, a by a lemon it's wrapped around a large gold brick. Yes, that's it. Mm. A yeah. large
1: gold brick. There's a YouTube channel I watched at some point where they, they made an approximation of what they thought the Pan Galactic Algalaster would be like, and yeah, I just wanted to try that. Um, I think that I would go, for, like, kind of basic, but but not like the, like a sweet roll, like, you know, the jokes from, like, Skyrim and stuff, but I've been wondering, and you can make a sweet roll in real life, but the ones from the Elder Scrolls series, you have to imagine, like, they're so perfect. They look so nice. Even throw so them across a room. Yeah, I mean, like, I've been playing Elder Scrolls games since Morrowind, and that sweet roll, like, in the character, like, references have been there since at least Morrowind, where it's part the character creation stuff. And like I've always I've wanted since and it's like, man, what a sweet roll it tastes like. I bet it's just like it's like simple but perfectly executed things. They're the best. It's just like man, it's just a really good like sweet roll. Yeah, I want that. All right.
3: That All right. right. That was less traumatic than I was expecting it to be. Uh, okay, well, let's get into it. So the Magic the Gathering card that we are looking at this week is called the Sanctum of Calm Waters. Now, this is by Johannes Voss, and it is a legendary enchantment or shrine. Who wants to describe what we're looking at? Here? Yeah, this this
0: looks like... Uh, I it's, it's a shrine, is... It's surrounded by mountains. It's in like a, a very still uh, like blue a, yeah. spring, I suppose. I want to say it's like in
3: those Swedish valleys, which have the in the old fjord and the old glaciers, where they have very like steep cliffs on either side, but like green, lush, uh, like valleys. Yeah. Um, but Perf- then yeah. water in the middle of it with a shrine in the middle
0: of the water, They're perfectly, perfectly still water. Yeah, it sort of reminds me of um, South South Island of New Zealand. Mm. Um, But the the shrine itself is also very cool. It's sort of made up of uh, stone columns. It's got a winding pathway made of uh, essentially stone platforms to columns that makes its way onto a small island that houses a what looks like it's almost a Japanese style shrine. shrine Mm -hmm. Yeah, like
1: a Shinto shrine, but made out of uh, what is it? The giants. those basalt, is
3: that basalt? Yeah, Yeah.
1: like basalt columns, like single, single piece of those. And I want to say, like the pathway is in the water. Like it's a series of stepping stones. Like you hop from rock to rock across the across the water to get there. Yeah. And the word, the random word, is musical. Mm. And the flavor text on the card, by the way, I just want to say, is truth lurks in the depths, invisible from the shore. Knowledge inundates, which is a haiku. It is a haiku. Yeah. All right. So, who would like to go first with their pledge? I'll go first. I feel like having gone first on this. Yep. So uh, basically, the part there is to be a great, a great wedding in town. And it's the, going to be the event of the decade. People are coming from all over, and uh, the, you, the party have been tasked by by the father of the bride, who is the ruler of the town and like this whole like sort of fiefdom sort of thing. He's a very powerful man. For his wedding, he wants everything to be perfect, and part of that is he wants the best music possible. He want like, and he has it's. He's had a brilliant idea. The singers from there's an, there's. A, there's an ancient monastery nearby, and they are well—not nearby, actually, a decent distance away. It's quite a trek, uh, and they are renowned for the most beautiful, and incredible singing voice in the world. And he says, "What else could I possibly have for the music for my daughter's wedding? It must be the, the voices of these monks." And so he tasks the party with journeying to this, uh, to this monastery, this shrine, to uh, enlist these singing monks for his daughter's wedding. That's my Easy, Easy pledge. Who would like to go next? I can jump in next. Um, it's been a
0: long journey. It's been tiring. It's been... who? boy, has it. I'm exhausted. Oh it's been a lot. Uh, your characters are uh, ex- absolutely exhausted. And perhaps your players are too. And as they're making their way to the next place, to the next adventure, to the next thing, they come across in a clearing, a shrine. Still water surrounding it. Seemingly untouched. Just waiting. Immediately suspicious. <laughs>
3: but I shall investigate. In the turn. B
2: right uh so uh, a party is going to catch wind of a prophecy. Which straight off the bat is one of my uh, cards. Nice. Um, the the prophecy uh, refers to this uh, sanctum uh, as previously described. Um, nobody's been able to get into this place for you know hundreds of years, perhaps. Um, it's just been standing there on its own. There's no way to get to it. It's right. just yeah. in the middle of this lake. Like there's no way to cross this lake. Everybody who's tried has failed in one way or another. Um, there's a prophecy that uh, well-meaning mean, well group other side of the cards. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, i pulling a DOM here. Will uh, will make it across this lake and uh, to the sanctum. Um, the how is lost. Um, <laughs> that's what they have to then figure out.
1: All right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So let's go into the turns. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, so the party they make their way, you know, over hill and dale. It's a long journey. You know, you have the usual encounters and camping and stuff. That's kind of. It's just a journey. That's not the important part. But eventually the party arrives at the shrine and uh, the monastery. I want to say like there there are quite a few of these monks. There's like fifty of these monks I want to say living in this monastery and it looks a lot like Picard and as the party arrive in the valley with the monastery like they can hear from miles away like the the sonorous voice of these monks is like oh like the, they're singing the halo theme, and you can hear it over the mountains. <laughs> uh, and as they're arriving, it gets, as they're nearing, it gets louder and louder. And then as they approach across the, uh, the waters, uh, the voices slowly fade away. And a, a, a robed figure comes out and is like, Greetings, have you come to enlist our assistance? And it's just like, Yeah, that we've, we've come. We've got a, yeah, we've got a wedding for you guys Singing. And it's like, Very well. And all of the monks just come with the party. They leave without even questioning. It's just like, Yes, we will come. And then on the journey back, the party, um, they go through some, some woods where they, they saw signs of, of orc raiding parties in the area on the way through, but they managed to avoid them. Like, they were they didn't encounter any great numbers. Maybe, you know, they failed a stealth check, they did something <laughs> stupid, they encountered one or two of them. But on the way back through, a, a, a sizable orc raiding party attacks. And, bef- I like, you know, let the sc- screw initiative order. Before the party can react, the monks spring into action and, like, it's a slaughter. They are so incredible at fighting. That they defeat all of the orcs uh, easily. Like, the, the players can get in a couple of fight you know, here and there, but like, the yeah, monks. They're, they're useful ish. Yeah. Sure. Like, the seven of the party members, they take down one orc, <laughs> and they, you know, and it's just like, oh, good job. Pat on the shoulder. Uh, but yeah, these monks are just like, yeah, they, oh, we want them for the singing voices. They are also killing machines. And uh, the party <laughs> might come in, kind of be like, have some suspicions. Suddenly, it's just like, are they. Is that what's happening here? <laughs> or is there. Is th- Is the. Th- this we- ma- wedding, which I'm sure mentioned earlier, is uh, between. Like, it's. You know, it's. It's a marriage that is supposed to bring together two facts. Two, two feuding households. Two feuding households. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and it's just like, you know, that's. It's you know oh it's it's ending in peace but now now the uh now the singers are going to be ki- these incredibly deadly monks and it's like huh that's a that's a thought to have there isn't it uh and yes, yeah, so the name of this is the uh the monks of the of the open voice the, nice yeah.
3: yeah yeah interesting that's an interesting conundrum yeah
0: Tally. Um So, approaching the shrine you have two choices. Uh, one is to follow the pathway. The winding path of stones laid out on its way across the lake.
3: I feel like that's what you want me to do, so I'm not gonna do that. And the other
0: is to wade through the lake. Yep, alright. So as you begin to wade through the lake. First
3: I take my boots off.
0: You take your boots off. And my pants. And your pants. I don't want to get wet. And the party's sm- party sm- sm- is are like, oh, I can run across water actually. Really? Uh, well, and when they do, um, they have no problem. It'd, it feels like water. It seems like Water, but the surface doesn't ripple, doesn't seem to make its way around you. It you just seem to sink into it. It is water, but its surface remains clear unless somebody decides to step along the stones. And with each one, a ring calls out, as does uh, it. a ring, a sound, or a sound. Okay, yes, yep. uh, a ring calls out like a, a bell tone, almost, yep. uh, and with it ripples. And as you step to the next tone changes but again ripples from this stone I feel like the ripples is going to kill me
3: somehow is that what's going to happen ripple you apart and
0: <laughs> more of the party can step forward and with each stone that they're on sound these lovely tones that seem to to harmonize that seem to mix and the ripples play amongst each other and
3: I'm a bard I would like to play wonderwall on the pillars please.
0: <laughs> I mean the bard could probably uh, I mean As a a musician, I want to make this a pentatonic scale just so that they can't fuck it up, Uh, which means you probably can't get Wonderwall. Let me... Yeah, no, I don't think you
1: can do Wonderwall. You definitely can't do Wonderwall in a campaign that I'm running. You need a a 30 on your performance to play Wonderwall. That's very fair. Um,
0: And as... Other party members decide to try this out. They continue to call out and to ripple, and the ripples play amongst each other, and and the surface of the water, while no longer still, seems like a serene movement. It seems, seems,
1: seems
3: like a serene movement? Is that
1: your judgment or my judgment? Um, I I love Tully's menacing DM voice, which is like, it seems like your head is still attached to your shoulders, but as you turn towards your friend, it slides off, (laughs) and you've been decapitated. (laughs) Um,
3: Okay, all right. And... Uh,
0: oh. this is going to be the the Temple of Calm Waters.
3: Okay, Temple of Calm Waters. B. Be-
2: All right. So, uh the party is going to set off on their adventure first to locate the sanctum and uh then to try and figure out how to cross that lake and get to it in the first place. Um so, uh along their journey, uh this I didn't really think through that much. Uh but they can, you know, bump oh, yeah. into yeah, some creatures things. and things yeah, like that's, that. That's that's F- filler. As, uh,
1: yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> Just roll up the um, monster table. Uh, but
2: I like to think that in encountering whatever they encounter on this journey. Um, they are gradually getting clues as to how they can um, overcome this uh, barrier of the lake and get to the other side. Um, I'm going to make, a, I'm just going to make the call that uh, they can't do any of the, the water walking shenanigans and so on. Like whatever what? reason, they can't do it. it. Uh, Got to do it the standard way. <laughs> they
3: just- water is an irresistible force and you must yes. you must oh, breach it i
1: have i have actually 60 foot of rope so actually i'd like to try to make a raft <laughs>
2: uh, it's not going to work oh. um, uh, why It doesn't matter. Um, It it won't work. (laughs) In any case, though, um, they, by putting together whatever clues they do, determine that the way to get to the sanctum is by managing to suss out a very specific tune that they have to play as a group. um, And in playing that tune, they will, uh, I guess, unlock the stepping stones. They will emerge from the lake and create a path. But they need to play the right tune first. This is
3: very interesting. I've I've never come across... A, an elegant way Of injecting musical mm. it's so Musical puzzles Into a game and I've always wanted to Try to do that But as soon as you bring out like Oh and this is the sound that it makes Ding <laughs> They're like why did you play that sound
2: Zane Why
3: <laughs> is that going to mean something later <laughs> Like no, I'm not foreshadowing, but I like it. I enjoy it. Uh, what what is it called?
2: Uh, the hills are alive.
1: Oh dear. <laughs> uh, should I quit? Is that, is that you can't quit. Saying are you it? you've been punished for your hubris, and you can never quit. You know what this is. Um, I
0: particularly love that this is Zane. The same Zane who uh,
1: implemented pun damage in (laughs) his campaigns (laughs) um, has to deal with us fuckers. This is also the Zane that last year was part of a production of The Sound of Music and still is (laughs) upset by that. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry
2: to bring up some uh, old memories there. <laughs>
3: well, I mean, the damage is done now. Let's go on to
1: the prestige. <laughs> All right. So uh, I kind of uh, I, I kind of slipped up with the naming of this one halfway through because I was just like I kind of started saying one name and then it's like wait no I changed my mind about it. Uh, wait. So it was so the way of the open voice is nonsense. So I'm changing it to the or- the order of the soul song. Okay. Um, just because that just sounds better. But it's a, it's not that important. to it. Basically, um, the party now needs to make a decision. It's just like um, are we lead like uh, they need to investigate? Just like. How are we leading these guys to be like killers or whatever? What's happening? And uh, they probably—I would say that they have—they discover this pretty close to town. Like the the forest is like the last obstacle on the way back, so things—they don't extend much time, and they don't really get to figure much out before they arrive in town. And so it becomes a bit of intrigue that the wedding is two days away now, and it's just like what you know—the the delegates from, um, from and the guests from the other neighboring kingdom that's getting married—they're arriving and stuff, and they need to figure out the intrigue. And there's, you know, fill in the details a bit, but basically the, the twist is that they need to figure out in time is that the, the monks of the soul song, um, they, are ki- they are killers. They can sing. They are, but they are killers, and they are here to kill. But the leader that they that sent the party to get fetch them doesn't know that his second in command is actually working for the father of the the father of the groom, the other side. I see. And so he doesn't know that he's invited his own assassins into town because yeah, it's like a conspiracy sort of thing so so, so yeah. the, the father of the groom has a uh, finagle thinks so that unwittingly the father of the bride is bringing these assassins in who will then kill him
3: so is this investigation um that you're imagining is that happening more like along the road among the monks, or is that happening? when uh, you get part,
1: panic? you get a little bit in. The, I think that um, but they don't they don't know as much that much either. I think is part of it is part of what makes it difficult to figure out because they are just like, oh we are summoned. We will sing and we will kill. They are symbol folk. <laughs> like this is just this, this is just their thing. They are kind of they are kind of weapons. Fair. fair. Um, and so you, you figure out a bit about them in isolation from the people. Like part of the reason I think that I that I've, that I've put it up this way is so that you can figure a bit out about their. Way ways separate to the people who were doing the actual scheming cool and what was the what was the revised name uh the the order of the soul song
3: order of the soul song yeah cool no i i really like that because i i do enjoy the social aspects of um having this kind of inevitable event happening and you have to figure out exactly how many levels of deception there are before it happens
1: yeah, and also, like, you're trying to, like, the party is trying to talk to the their employer and, like, figure out some information without letting on that they know. Like, they're trying to, just like, oh, let's not give away too much because we don't want him to figure out that we've figured out that they're assassins. But he, at what point do they go, wait, he doesn't know they're assassins? And mm. that, yeah, there'll yeah. be some fun stuff that you're watching the cogs turn and the player's <laughs> heads. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yes, so we've had our our
0: players, our characters uh, playing along uh, on these musical stepping stones uh, on their way across to
3: totally innocently. People are like trying to splash around the water. There's just these like cool ripples that are there for no reason, <laughs> and not menacing at all, just like really pretty and, and peaceful and, and uh, just great. Just like this is just a great chill time team building activity. Wait, th- making the, some music.
1: Is that the Gallagher brothers? They're shooting their guitars. What's going on? T- <laughs> <laughs> um, and
0: as they enter the temple, they hear musical tones playing the, the same ones actually that they had played. It's it's the sound that they had made while they were crossing to the temple.
3: <laughs>
1: Almost. And
3: Wait, inside, what were you going for?
1: I was trying to do th- Close Encounters, and right. then I realised, wait, no, this is that Hunger Games halfway games, yeah. Through, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh,
0: no. Yeah,
3: yeah. I,
1: yeah I, <laughs> I was trying to do Close Encounters, and I was like, wait, no, I fucked this up, and now I can't remember what the <laughs> Close Encounter sound is. And, um,
0: and inside is a hearth and a number of beds and a, a, a small table, Tally, a place to rest. All you're doing is describing a nice outing. How is this a
3: hook? We went to a lake, we went swimming, we made some music, and now we're gonna have a
0: nap. What's happening? And that's exactly what this is.
1: The real hook is the friends we made along the <laughs> this, way.
0: This is all about giving your tired, paranoid, worried yeah, players I so. a chance to stop and relax. And and, and I'm as, sure they'll and be able to probably get a lovely little buff from doing from resting here, from playing with the stones. Um, this is a chance to give them a
1: moment's respite. Look. Nice. Is it. Is it. Bomb, 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 bomb. Is mm-hmm. that. There it is. Thank you.
3: Uh, no. Sorry, I, I just had to be like, <laughs> that's
1: it. That's the.
3: <laughs> I, I am a big fan. Of when when you've pushed your table a little too far, yeah, no, that's and there's, and there's and there's too many, there's too many like layers of intrigue, and they're like, who's against us? What is going to happen? Why is there a music sound? What is it going to do to me? And they're just going, no, it's just fun music, and you get like a plus one strength for a week. you are at a D spa. <laughs> exactly. These they're trying the to drown us in mud. Why <laughs> do I need plus one strength for a week? Insane. Yeah. What are you going to throw? Bro, it is insane. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that's fair.
1: I, I wait until the attendant is left and then I test the cucumber slices for poison. <laughs> <laughs> And then I poison them. If they're not poisoned, yeah. and then I put them on because I've forgotten how many layers deep I was going with this.
2: I'm going to fight a masseuse. Yeah, right
1: yeah. Do it. Throw down.
0: Ah, uh, oh, that's going to be an the fight. <laughs> oh course,
1: <God. laughs> the masseuse whirls around and punches you in the back, and perfectly aligns your vertebrae. Yeah, exactly. No, you like you ch- like you you put them up against the masseuses, and it's just like you think you need to be careful of the big Russian like burly one, but it's actually the smaller, lithe one that you need to be careful. <laughs>
3: Okay, alright. So B, what is what is your prestige here?
2: Okay, so I I am actually thinking that rather than having to play like a specific tune or something to get these stepping stones up, um I am thinking more along the lines of that uh that one scene in that one episode of Adventure Time where the Gang had to like. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. They had to just sing a song of like from the heart or something like that to open this door. Um, I'm thinking it's more gonna be something along the lines of, of that, where the party just have to work together to just sing a meaningful song. I mean,
3: you can always say it's be the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Uh, yeah, I think meaningful is a little, um, I guess, obtuse or broad. I would say like, yeah. just like, you, they just have to make up a song sure. with with tones and lyrics yeah. and <laughs> a new song and then all these songs are like recorded or, or what have you. Yeah,
2: I'm thinking uh, meaningful to that party, whatever, yeah, that, yeah. whatever that may mean. Yeah. Um, Every but line
1: yeah. must be an in-joke reference to a previous session. <laughs> <sighs> um,
2: yeah, I'm thinking, I don't know, that it, it presents itself as a much more difficult problem than it actually it ends up being ultimately when they work it out the steps emerge they're able to approach the sanctum uh, get that sweet sweet knowledge that's been withheld for so many you know hundreds of years or whatever um, prophecy fulfilled I guess <laughs> that's it that's yeah it. <laughs> no uh, I, I,
3: I do enjoy that and I think that's that's the fun challenge is is incorporating that music and creativity into your game in a seamless way uh, so I think you, you kind of need to have, uh, yeah, like either props that make sound that they can play with or, or like, yes, something outside of what the the eventual hook is that kind of leads up to that. And that is something that I would like to do at some point. But who knows? Certainly my players don't because they don't exist. <laughs> but my players will exist at some point. And that is the end of this episode. That was ominous. Uh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Uh, so building in I there. will uh, neither confirm nor deny the state of the game that I'm currently writing. Uh, if you want to use any of these hooks in your game please feel free to and let us know how you go um, we are on the social medias also we have an email address you can contact us at which is podcast.hooked at gmail.com as always we are produced under a creative commons attribution non-commercial no release 4.0 international license which means that you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give appropriate credit and don't use the material for commercial purposes and do not remix, transform or build Upon the material in any way without asking us first. Well,
0: thank you very much for joining us again, Dolly. Thank you very much. And if you want to hear me significantly less calm, then you can catch me every second Wednesday at Dungeon Deep Dive, where we do a deep dive on specific aspects of fantasy world building. Um, We do all sorts of stuff ranging from, you know, creatures like werewolves and vampires and dragons all the way down to salt
1: (laughs) thank you very much for joining us again dom thank you for having me you can also find me on the misto museum of mystery morbidity and mortality it's a narrative show with anthology stories and stuff and people tell me it's good it's good (gasps) you said that and thank you once again to be.
2: Thank you for having me once again Uh, and uh, in addition to making uh, very vague hook ideas, I make much more detailed art over at my art account on Instagram at b.wip Excellent.
3: Until next week keep playing games you fools
1: Hello and welcome to an advertisement for the Penny Peep Show. What is the Penny Peep Show? Well, in our podcast factory, our podcast scientists have been working hard on a range of light-hearted radio play anthology series that everyone can enjoy.
2: Cramony cricket, spokesperson! Is there a light-hearted radio play anthology series for me? No,
1: every series is marked explicit. But why not tell your parents, nameless child? They'll find the Penny Peep Show wherever good podcasts are stocked. The Penny Peep Show. It's like dissolving your ears in a cocaine-laden off-brand soda. Is that a good